Let's ask him to load down his blessing upon us. We all need the blessing of the Lord. The blessing of the Lord make a man to increase and does not have sorrow. We will not know any sorrow in Jesus' name. This season shall be a season of joy for us, a season of rejoicing, a season of answered prayer. Father, we thank you for this morning. Lord, we appreciate your goodness. We thank you for your grace. We bless your name because you are good. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Precious Father, open the windows of heaven and pour down your blessing. Let everyone enjoy your blessing. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. High five to five people around you. Hallelujah. You are blessed. In Jesus' name, tell them that you are blessed. You are highly favored. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Okay, there are so many unique things about today's service. We welcome Dr. Taiwo all the way from Portacourt. We love you. We appreciate you. Let's clap for him. And please don't go out. I want to make one announcement. Come, come, come. I'm happy that you are here today. The Lord bless you mightily in the name of Jesus. We appreciate you. I want to announce uh, Dr. Mrs. Adeyeye as uh, one of our teenagers, teachers. Please, Dr. Taiwo, come out. Come out. She has, please come on, come. We want to thank you for your work, for your commitment. And I know you are very happy seeing Tosi as an engineer. Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You must be very happy. And we thank God for your, for your mentorship on our children. Pray the Lord bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. I was just realizing today is the last Sunday in the month of June. Okay. And that is why today's service is also very important because this is a month of greatness. Let me turn to your neighbor. You will not be small. You will be grace in the name of Jesus. Genesis chapter 18 and 19 is our watch word this month. And I want us to read it for emphasis sake. I'm going to be preaching with the topic of title to Pathway to Greatness. The Pathway to Greatness. Verse 18 and 19. Genesis chapter 18, verse 18 and 19. It says, Abraham shall surely become a great and a mighty nation, and all the nations of the heart shall be blessed in him. Say, all the nations of the heart shall be blessed in me. It shall be blessed in me. In the name of Jesus. For I know him in order that he may command his children and his household after him, that they keep the word of the Lord to do righteousness and justice. That the Lord may bring to Abraham, bring to pass what he has spoken to him. Whatever God has said to you this month shall come to pass in Jesus' name. Surely it will become a great and a mighty nation. And I think you know also that if you are not great, you will not be comfortable in life. I think you know that now. That there is no in between. It's either you are great or you are small. The world is becoming a global village. Fuel is expensive in the U.S. Fuel is expensive in Nigeria. Nobody is subsidizing or waiting for you again. So you have to step up and become a great person. May you become great in Jesus' name. Proverbs chapter 4 verse 18 says, The path of justice is like a shining light that gets better, higher, until that perfect day. That's what the Lord expects from us. All of us must brace up 
and make sure that we're on the path of increase, of progress, and of greatness. So that eventually all of us will meet ourselves at the topmost level and will be relaxed. May you be great and be relaxed in Jesus' name. How do we become great in life? Three things I'm going to share this Sunday. Number one, the part of financial planning. You have to plan to be financially secure for you to become great. Without finance, you cannot be great. If you are a a borrower, there is no way you can become a great person. He said, thou shalt lend to nations and not borrow. Deuteronomy 28, verse 12 to 13. He said, the Lord will open to you his storehouses. Put it there. Deuteronomy 28. Deuteronomy 28, verse... Let's read from verse 10. Deuteronomy 28, beginning from uh, verse 10. Then all the people of the hearts, I see that you are called by the name of the Lord, and they shall be afraid of you. Verse 11. We are going to 13. Look at what it says. And the Lord will grant you plenty of goods and the fruit of your body in the increase of your livestock and the produce of your ground in the land of which the Lord shall to your fathers to give you. Verse 12. Okay, the Lord will open to you his good treasure. The heaven to give the rain, to give the rain to your land in a season and to bless all the work of your hand. Somebody say amen. amen. Say the Lord will bless all the work of my hand. You shall lend to many nations, but you shall not borrow. That's why I say financial planning is what guarantees greatness. When you now read fast, that is say, and the Lord will make you the head, you'll be great, and not the tail. You shall be above only and not beneath. You see, he started with you are going to be a lender and not a borrower. You should know where everyone is positioning you, the person that is financially secure. That is not borrowing because life will be harder for somebody that is borrowing, but for somebody that is lending, he can decide to increase his uh, rate or something like that. So he's a great person. Luke chapter fourteen verse twenty-eight says, "Anyone that want to build a high tower must consider the cost. have a plan." Proverbs chapter twenty-two verse seven. Get it. Proverbs chapter 22 verse 7 says, a borrower is a slave to the lender. A borrower is a slave. The rich rules. The rich rules. The rich reign. The rich are always in charge. The rich dictate the law. The rich have the biggest pie. The poor become slave. So you must, whether you are in church or you are in government, you must make up your mind. When they are mentioning the poor, I will not be among them. But as to start with planning, you have to plan to be financially rich before you get there. You will never attract what you don't want. If you think that God will just make you rich without you desiring wealth, you will not be rich. Because some of you will say, if God wants me to be rich now, God knows my heart. God does not know your heart. Too. He gives you power to choose. If you are going to be a great person, you must be financially secure. And you must be interested in financial knowledge. Not that Even the one that you are borrowing. That is not the way to live a life of a great man. A great man has financial planning. The rich rules over the poor. And the borrower is a servant to the lender. He's a slave without knowing. A borrower is a slave. A borrower is a slave. So the person that is lending him money. That is the standard of the Bible. So you must have a financial planning. 
for you to be great. Isaiah chapter 1 verse 18 says, therefore come, let us reason together. Let's plan on how to be great financially. Because it's when you are great financially that you can be great in life. I watch a, this comedy skit. I'm just remembering it now. About somebody that went to a prank man to say that uh, a husband is cheating and that the husband bought a car for supposedly side chick. And that this prankster should help her to withdraw the car because she's trekking. She gave back for the man and the man is not giving him much. So they went there, asked the lady, Okotoni uh, Bolotiri, he said, What's your business about that? And they started saying, the woman came out, uh, you are this, you are that. You're using juju to collect money from my husband. He bought a car for you. Why be trekking? I must collect the car from you. And the guy started laughing. She started laughing. He said, collect what? This is my home now. Then, while they were doing the film, a woman came up and said, ah, Madam Ijebilenja, that is the way the word reason to get things from him. I was now thinking, why is it that women are always thinking that the only way to get things is to get through man? Why don't you have a society where women are also very rich? Are there no women that can buy car even for their husband? Women like Alakija. Good women that can be very rich. Why do we train our female gender to think that they are dependent financially on the male gender. So the man will say, I buy a car for you. Come on, what do we think? Is it not the same brain that we carry on our head? If a man is rich, why can't a female gender also be rich? That was also going through my mind. Why do we have all this? My husband abandoned me. That's why I abandoned the children. Things became so bad because my husband lost his job. Things became so worse because my husband was not providing for the family. Come on. You are a human being. You are not a second class we do. The way a man is planning to be rich, a woman also can plan to be rich. God is not a respecter of gender. God is not a... The one that is blessing a male gender can also bless a female gender. It's just the programming feeling that it is not right for you to be rich. That is a life of the pit of hell. Me and my wife. My wife is working. She's financially buoyant. My first girl is working. And the moment she finished, I sat her down. The first lesson is financial wisdom. How to become a millionaire. And she was recording, she was jotting for the first two months. You must never grow to a point that you have to be dependent on a man. You must plan to be rich. And if you don't plan to be rich, you will not be rich. And it starts with saving. Start with saving. For almost two months, my office, you come in the morning with lesson. This how to be, this how to be. So that when she gets married, she will not be operating at the mercy of anybody. Not that she will not support her husband, but she will also know that she can make her home money. You know she can make her home money. You must have financial planning. He, 
Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 2 says, write the vision. Write a plan. Make it plain. So that he that sees the plan may be able to run through it. You must make a personal plan for yourself. Nobody is planning for anybody. Nobody is planning for anybody. We have seen people that were very rich when they were working. All of a sudden when they retired, they became very poor. They could not buy another car. Not because they don't want. Because money is not flowing again. They never plan for their assets. And, and I want you to know that nobody worked throughout his life. There will be a time you are not working. So having something that works for you when you are not working actively is what makes you a good planner. Genesis chapter 41, verse 35, 33 to 35. Joseph did not become the prime minister because he interpreted dream. I have interpreted so many dreams. Dream interpreted does not make a man great. What makes a man great is planning with dream. If you have dream and you are not a planner, you will not enter your throne. Ability to plan with dream is what makes you a great man. I have a dream tomorrow that when I grow up, I will become rich. I will buy Pajero. I will buy this. I will buy that. If you don't plan with your dream, you become nobody. Absolutely nobody. Without planning, Joseph will never enter the throne. Look at what he says. Now, therefore, after the interpretation, let Pharaoh select a discerning and wise man and set him over all the land of Egypt. Verse 34. Let Pharaoh do this and let him appoint officers over the land to collect 20% of the produce of the land of Egypt in the seven plentiful years. Verse 35. And let them gather all the food of those good years that are coming. Store it up grain under the authority of Pharaoh and let them keep food in the city. He says, so that the land will not perish in the time of famine. Planning. A very accurate blueprint on how to come out of poverty and famine. That was what Joseph gave. Even though Joseph was coming from the prison. But there is something here. He has planned. He could see seven years ahead. He says, seven years time there will be plenty. Fourteen years time there will be famine. 20 years to come, let there be food. Pharaoh said, what are you saying? He said, this is what we are going to do. We are going to build silos. We are going to appoint officers. In the years of plenty, when people are not aware, we'll be storing up grain. In the years of farming, we are going to be doing business of selling. The land will be reached through that particular farming and there will be grain in the land. You'll be making profit and at the same time you'll be preserving your people. The Bible says the plan look wise in the years of Pharaoh and he said you are appointed to be second in command. When you're a good planner, you will always have a place in life. It is when you lack plan that you don't have space in life. But I'm saying it now. Benitoni plan. Ole, a foolish man, if you have planned for your life, you will always have opportunity to reign. There will be no space for you at the top. There will be no space for you. So planning is number one essential factor that makes you a great person. Planning. And you check it, and you check it, because that's what led Joseph to his throne. 
So you sit down. This money that I'm earning, how much am I putting into my future financial security? What am I going to do tomorrow? And please don't tell me that uh, I will just open one shop in front of my house and I'll be selling biscuits. More than time, I don't have biscuits like belly one time. You, you, that one cannot sustain you. And don't say when you are old, you'll be, you be doing block industry. It's hard. Blocking, brother, me knows that. Brother, me is changing to full stop selling now. It's hard. Don't look at job that will involve a lot of physical muscles that you cannot do for a long time. Look at work that involves brain, system, organization. That's what you look at. Don't say, how will I get it? You sit down and plan for it. And the Lord will make it possible for you in Jesus' name. Proverbs chapter 6, verse 6 to 8. The lesson to learn about the hand is not about their size. It's not about progress. It's not about unity. Because I see some of you uh, hearing something on, uh, on Facebook. Uh, lesson from the hand. Unity. It is not unity. The lesson to learn about the hand is that the hand store food in time of plenty and enjoy surplus throughout the year. Look at it. Go to the hand. You sluggard. Consider the ways of the hand and be wise. Verse, verse 7. Which having no captain, overseer, or ruler, what does he do? Provide a supplies in the summer and gather a food in the harvest. That is the lesson that God wants us to learn. Nobody rule over the hand, yet hands live an organized life. Hands, they are so organized. They don't beg. In time that they cannot go out, they don't beg. They have supply in their stores. In the time of famine. Hands, oh. Hands. The emphasis of this scripture is not that, that they move. The emphasis is that they have supply throughout the year. They have supply. May you have supply throughout your lifetime. Psalm chapter 90 verse 12. Maybe I will round off from here about financial planning. Psalm chapter 90 verse 12. So teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. And that one says so that we may apply our hearts. Teach us to know that we are growing old so that we can live a life of planning, organized life. Do you know that when you are a man that is given to planning, people think that you are rich. That's the truth. If you never ask anybody to borrow money, if you are never embarrassed, you pay your outrest as as when deal, you are living an organized life. We say, Eiti Elowo. Because once you are organized, the assumption is that you are very rich. That is the assumption. Having husband and wife working in the same institution is not a disadvantage. It only means that there is a time they will have a vest, and when they don't pay, there is a time they are going to have family together. So it's not a disadvantage. It just means that their lot will enter at the same time. And when they don't pay, their life will not enter at the same time. <laughs> so in the day of double portion, prepare for your days where there will not be any portion. That's what matters. It's just planning. Okay, working in an organization where they pay on the 6th or the 7th, is not a problem. 
It just means that your salary is always on the list. There is no problem about it at all. Oh, our organization pay on the list. List every month is the end of the month for you. Yes, that's just what it means. It's not a problem. Once your life is planned out, once you apply your life to planning, planning, and I've told you before, planning is not an enemy of fate. Planning means you are climbing a step to the top. You are organizing yourself to the top. You are not saying, one day, I will jump up. You will just be imagining. The force of gravity will pull you down. But if you organize a staircase, you can easily get to the top easily. That's what planning means. It does not mean that you don't have it. Plan your life to be financially secure. Plan your life to be financially secure. And when you are financially balanced or secure, you are going to be a great personality in life. Because the opportunity that will come to you that will be given to only those who that have extra money. I've never seen a door that opened this place that will not ask me, do you have some amount of money? It will always come like that. Have you seen somebody that opened doors for you that and when you don't have, it becomes a problem. One man entered this place, he signed an agreement with us to give us students for Grace City when we are running Grace City. And he looked at the quota that they gave us and he said, ah, 30 students. Oh, I did not even look at the quota they gave you on jam that is 30. I cannot do this thing. No. Ah, 30 is too small for me. How much commission will you give me for 30 students? I noticed it to myself when they gave me this something. I said, even if I collected 3 million per student, how much will it be? Now, I don't even have up to 30 students on my own. I needed a consultant to do it. The consultant signed and he now said, ah, 30 students. He said, but can I take your certificate to NCCE? You write a letter of intent to them in Abuja. Do you have up to 500,000? Because you have to pay for my trip. I have to speak to some people so that they can come and fast track it. And I said, I have. You know, I did not even know that 500,000 was big until I told my sister. And my sister said, have a million money here. I said, oh, so it's half a million. <laughs> if you don't have money, any amount of money they mention, just say, ah, but when opportunity come, I'm telling you now, it will demand money from you. Even when people want to help you. And he came back from Abuja and handed me 100,000. He said, they have given the person that will come the flight ticket. But when he comes, this 100,000 is his gift. They say, you may not want to give him money. Say, you have given all the money. This is his honorarium. Give it to him. Let him write whatever I want to write. Just give it to him. And they told me I should make it in 200 naira so that it will be big. I did that. He came. Watch around, write report, write and write and write. We gave him granite, gave him the seed and please. We gave him everything. And he left. They said when he got there, he said, the place is neat, organized, the school is good. They say, write it on a report. That is when the honorarium will now begin to work. And they sent another people. That was what the man asked initially. Okay, that one left. 
We wanted to start X. We have to get ministry. Ministry approval for X. And when I enter the man's office, Pastor, please don't say anything. I've heard so much about you. Do you have 500000 to pay into the state government accounts? That is the money you have to pay now. Do you have up to 500000 And I did not even know that he was helping me. I didn't know. I've told you this story before. I didn't know he was helping me. It was not that he was collecting the money from me. He's going to state government account. They call it registration fee. And I say I have. And I call my wife in the world. They say, Do I have this? Say, do you want to pay? I say yes now. I want to do it. Move to Union Bank, do something. The money went there. And we started the processing. Every opportunity you are praying for, we need some money from you. Legal money. Even after they have visited this place and they wrote to us that you are okay for this uh, NCC. They wrote there in very bold letter. You have to pay 5 million registration fee. If you don't have it, this letter and the written something is not and for it. We must pay. And I told the consultant, I said, ah, definitely we are going to make the money. He said, you will not make the money first. You will pay first before you make the money. And I said, I can never forget that word he told me. You will pay the money first. That you make the money through this. I said, no, you will pay the 5 million first. Registration fee. And I start praying. Lord, give us the five million. And we pay. And after about a year, they came on random visitation to all the colleges of education. And we were in the hotel. And somebody said, five million. And they laughed. They did not say anything. They just laughed. Because when they just entered the office, we had receipts that you have paid the federal government money, five million. So we showed them. They become realized that this is not an illegal school. Then they begin to check all that thing. The next day, that man, they went with DSS to arrest him. By himself, he removed his signboard. I'm not running NC again. He removed the signboard. Chase all the students. They were like, I'm telling you that. So that you won't think, eh, eh, have some saving. When opportunity comes, you will require some money. Because this is what some people will not tell you. Just say it's because people don't like me. People like you, but like yourself. Nobody will like you more than the way you like yourself. If you are aspiring to go up, have a financial plan that includes saving to enjoy opportunity. Somebody might just come to you for a landed property because the person is traveling. He will not receive speaking in tongues. Speaking in tongues is good. Do you know there are some people that travel even in this church and they have property and they did not tell you. This is they did not tell you because they think that you will negotiate it down. You will say you don't have money. So they will just say, ah, uh, they will just tell you. Where did you sell all those cars to? To people that they feel have money. To people that feel that they have money. Dr. Lekajaji bought a car, Camry Hybrid. Uses electric and uh, fuel. Bought it for almost that 3.5 days. And after a year, I wanted to travel to Canada. And he came to my office. Daddy, I'm going. 
I said, what about this guy? He said, I'm going to do it. I said, why did you announce it? He said, I'm going to do it. Because they know I want to travel. I did not even care to ask him how much he sold it. But you know, if they know that you are always balanced, not to real law, when opportunity comes, <laughs> when opportunity comes, they will ask you, ah, I'm going to travel. That's the way it happens to the rich. That's how they are blessed. Have a financial plan so that when opportunity comes, you will have something to enjoy it. Somebody say amen. amen. Financial planning is what guarantees greatness. Don't ever forget that. Number two thing that guarantees greatness is divine connection stroke relationship. Please let's appreciate the people that God has connected us with. Because every relationship is like a ladder to take us to the next level. Appreciate people. And at times in the church, we commonize people. We don't appreciate ourselves. It is when we need the door to open. We now begin to tell you, ah, there's a doctor in church. There's a professor in church. There's so, and look, most of these people that you are seeing today, that you look down on, they are vice chancellors of university tomorrow. They are governors tomorrow. They are VIPs tomorrow. Yet, we are attending the same church. You refuse to greet them. I don't like his face. You don't like his face today in church. In a common place. When you have to face protocol to see them, you'll be forced to say, I know him. Divine relationship stroke divine connection is what takes people to the top. Appreciate every relationship that God has brought in your way. Every relationship is important. Somebody said relationship is like a ship that takes you to your next destination. And please don't build all your network outside the church. The church is a common place for us to enjoy free association. And we have a common belief. And yet, some do not even attend punctually. Or some, they don't know them in the church. And it is when they needed a door to open. That they will now say, ah, I'm in this place now. I know this place. Look, if you are in Nigeria, me and you now, we are attending the same church. When we finish service, you don't greet me. Because you say, I'm too dark. Or I'm not somebody you want to talk to. Now, supposing I'm in UK and you are now coming in, you need an accommodation. Do you think I will be willing to host you in my house? In fact, I will prefer to host a total stranger that I don't know before. Because that one in the church that will not greet me. Ah! Instead of using connection to grow, we are using our connection to build enemies. It's not a connection to build enemy. And you never know the value of the people around you now until maybe you travel outside this place. I school in the east and I know what Yoruba language means in the class. Anybody that speaks your parako has become your family member. Anytime you are tired, you go to the person's room and you begin to speak Yoruba. And Yoruba will now become very sweet. And the Igbo will be looking at us with envy. 
And we enjoy doing this thing. Because anytime also they want to put us away, they return to their own language. And you feel completely isolated. You feel bad. But anytime we want to feed our Akbombi, we start away, start Asha, start Yoruba. Even in the fellowship, oh, and common Yoruba song become a special song. I have a special number. Oh no, And you see the Yoruba people in the church standing and dancing as if you are singing social number. The Lord say, interpret, interpret, interpret. Say, oh no, that is the way of thanksgiving. You turn into a salmon. That's what we do. So, appreciate the connection that God has given to you. Appreciate it now. Value it. Value it. First Samuel chapter 18 verse 1. The Bible says, the soul of Jonathan was knit with the soul of David and they became friends. And Jonathan became a savior for David. Jonathan was even willing to give up his throne for David and said, I know you become great but be mindful of my children when it is well with you. And David said, for Jonathan's sake, I will spare Mephibosheth and I will restore his family to him. Look at what happened here. Now when he had finished speaking to Saul, the soul of Jonathan, the son of the king, was knit to the soul of David and Jonathan loved him as his own soul. They became a covenant friend. Generation after that, they were still benefiting from that friendship. And some of you say, eh, she be carried on church in it. church Okay, me, okay, me. Look at me. I don't, I don't need him. I don't need her. My friend, relationship that you are building now can even outlast your generation. David was that saving link into Saul's family because of Jonathan's friendship. Never you take friendship for a joke. Ruth chapter 2, verse 2. Let me go into the land in which side I will find favor. And what happened was that it was their kinsman redeemer that he met. Connections, relationship. Second Kings chapter five, verse three to four. There was a maid that helped the Syrian captain, the Syrian army. He was a notable warrior. He was a good man, but they brought a maid into the house that said, "Put it on Second Kings chapter five, verse three to four. There is a man in Israel that can help my master." Even housemaids are important because the housemaids to see today, they are great people tomorrow. Build a good relationship with them all. You know, I was a houseboy too. In the fellowship, a family picked me to come and help them. And they would train me, help my mother. And some of you don't know. You say, eh? Yes, I was. This is the side where my child normally get dirty. The sink, that was the size of the sink. Yes, I was exposed. I was exposed to good things of life. I was raised in a standard setting. But you know that the people that raised me then, they still see me now. At least the, the woman is still alive now. Still see me now with amazement. Forget about money. Look at my tallness now. Who don't want to associate with my tallness? 
When the woman sees me now, I'm a four, I'm like any. Ah. Oh, baby, me. Please sit down. So, all these little, 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 little boys, they are excellencies. They are excellencies. Appreciate them. Appreciate them. A little man. One day, the guest said to her master's wife, I would like my master, Naman, to meet the prophet who is in Samaria. The prophet would take away his disease. It was a maid that connected the guy in the house to her healing. The maid. So, give young people also opportunity to talk and to suggest things to you. Define connection. And that what brought deliverance and healing to that man. First Samuel chapter 30 verse 11 to 12. First Samuel chapter 30 verse 11 to 12. The Bible says, there was a man that was weak that David helped. And David, he helped David to secure victory. He helped David to... I used to tell the student that here, you don't know the people that you are meeting now that can help you. You don't know the student that you are meeting now that can help you. So relate well. Relate well. I know you are feeling it's just a riasa. I'm still going far. But even if this is your riasa, relate well with people. First Samuel chapter 30 verse 15. The boy was revived. And he helped. He helped. You also will be a helper to somebody in the mighty name of Jesus. David fed the boy. The boy led David to a place of victory. Do you see how important leadership is? David fed a weak boy in the jungle. The weak boy led David to a place of victory. Proverbs 27 verse 17. Iron sharpened iron. A man sharpened the countenance of his friend. Please don't make friendship with somebody that will not make your life better. And I'm also speaking this to people that feel that I can hang out with anybody. They will hang you down. Because, say, pastor say, relationship is important. So, you now be going to somebody that you know is a serial drinker or serial smoker or somebody that is on the verge of going down to the pit. And you know you cannot pull him out. Even me. I cannot say, oh, I'm going to do evangelism with somebody that is a, a, going to be a parlor every evening. And say that, uh, I'm not worried. Pastor, me, me. The Bible says, don't you know that evil communication corrupts good manner? If you are going far in life, you select good people. And you make sure you build good relationship around them. Around them. Be, feel comfortable to have friends around church. There are people that will make you happy. The happiest person in our midst, or maybe the luckiest, is the person that has good friends around him. Anytime you are doing something, they appreciate you. You see your friend. You are happy. Associate with good people. Don't associate with bad people. Don't build deep relationship with them. If you are preaching to them, let them know that you are just preaching to them. And the Lord will help you in Jesus' name. Let's read Acts chapter 8, verse 26 to 29. Was talking about relationship. Acts chapter 8, verse 26 to 29. 
Now an angel of the Lord spoke to Philip, saying, Arise and go towards south, along the road which goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. This is desert. Verse 27. So he arose and went, and behold, a man of Ethiopia, and enough of great authority under Cadias, the queen of the Ethiopians, who had charged over all her treasury, and had come to Jerusalem to worship. Verse 28. Was returning, sitting in his chariot. He was reading Isaiah the prophet. Verse 29. That's where we are going. Then the spirit said to Philip, Go near and join this chariot. The word overtake means join the chariot. And he joined the chariot. And from there, there was a relationship led the man to Christ. And the gospel was brought to Africa. A relationship was led to the gospel in Africa now. A relationship. You want to preach to somebody, you need to build a relationship first. Maybe, can I explain the Bible to you? Can I say this thing to you? And those things are very important. Relationship is very important. Pathway to greatness is through divine connection and relationship. And number three, pathway to greatness is through the grace, grace for creativity. All of us must put our creative tank on if we want to be great in life. You know, the reason why people look at place is because they don't want to be creative. Genesis chapter 30, verse 38 to 39. The Bible says, Jacob took the rod, placed before the animal, and the animal produced after his kind. You have to be creative. Because life is not settling at all. Look at it now. People are getting adjusted to, to IBDC tariff and fuel tariff. And boom! They changed the order again. It was the... the subsidy remover. They say gone. You just hear the word gone. Gone. Gone what? Gone. Gone that you hear. The next five minutes, petrol moved from 197 to 500 naira per liter. And we are thinking, still, it's still 530 today. <laughs> the only thing you actually have control over is your personal initiative and creativity. Any government policy can come that want to dabaru your plan. We have talked about saving. We have talked about relationship. We are, but there's only one thing that you own. Your personal initiative and creativity. When nobody is for you, you can be for yourself. And be creative. Laban was not for Jacob. In fact, Jacob said, Laban was changing his wages ten times. But the guy was... A highly creative individual. All our covenant fathers were creative people. They were never living in a box. They were very creative, dynamic. As the system is changing, they are responding with creativity to it. Creativity is what makes you a ruler. It's what makes you to be in charge all the time. You must be creative. So, and the rod which he had peeled, he set before the flocks and the gutters in the watering trough where the flock came to drink. So that they should conceive. Then they came to drink. And the animal conceived according to his dream. And when he was telling his wives about it, he said, I saw the angel meeting the animal, telling me the result I will get. When we come to church, do we challenge our creativity? Or we are just religious about life? Church is not only about clapping hands, about singing. About having a Sunday, 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 Sunday tonic. The Bible says in the book of Jude, in the last days, I will pour my spirit upon all flesh. 
Your junk means I see visions. What does it mean to see visions? To be creative. You see possibility. See possibility. Money can come out of this place. I traveled to Tokyo about three weeks ago to Bumashaw to see a carpenter that was roofing here. He said he, has, he had a restaurant. And when we got there, you know, I was surprised. I was amazed. It took us some time to get there because I was not picking a call. But I said, wow. I said, Tokyo, what did you see? He said, Daddy, you could see can be. I said, hey, oh, it can be. Can't you see the traffic? On Sunday. I said, there's money here. Watch that guy. Koni big freezer. Koni, e woni mommy toni be na. Is it cool at only glass clever queen? All those shenere. Food warmer. Mama display. Koni. But you know, if I'm ready, if I'm ready, I say, ah, this guy, Otini Bugwe. I could see the possibility of him becoming a multi-millionaire. And I was not surprised the next time I enter. He has broke the wall. He has extended it. Say because space, I say, I know. You will still break everywhere. You will still buy another land. You will still buy. Don't see problem. That's what I'm saying. Be creative in mind. See opportunity. Even where other people are seeing problem. See, this is opportunity. Be creative. What can come out of this? Sit down. They have removed subsidy. What can come out of this problem that I'm facing right now? What can come out of this economic problem that is coming? What is the possibility of things that can change? Don't watch until life changes you to zero. Say you are just watching. What are you doing now? I don't know. I think I told one of my cousins, I said, no. You can't say you don't know. Before you graduate, you should be thinking, if I get job, this is what I will do. If I don't get job, this is what I will do. That's what they call creativity. Not now that you are finished, what will you do? What do you like? You should make up your mind now. If I get job in this setting, I'm going for masters in this area. If I don't get job in this area, this is the part I'm going to take. If I don't get job at all, this is where I'm likely going to end. You don't wait for government. Don't wait for them and said, look at what has happened. This country is a useless country. It's a useless country. Years back in 1995, we were privileged to get job immediately after service. We were waiting beside the road for a cab. And one of the lecturers said to me, he said, this country is a useless country. I can graduate. See all of us now. Three graduates standing to look for cab. There should be a car loan so that when you finish reading like this, they should give us a car. This country should be better. I look at him and say, country, wait. They wait. They'll come and give you a car. They wait. Don't think I have to buy your car. Be comparing us to abroad. If you will complain, you will complain tired. They say they say they will beat me tired. They will be too tired in this country. If you are not creative, <laughs> you are laughing. You will complain tired. They will not hear. 
you hear what uh, our president said? He said, we will remove subsidy. You will riot. We will not hear. We will not hear. Riot in Jesus Christ. Comes. So when they say, there is going to be riot, we are saying, they just talk to them and say, because I said, if they riot, me too, I will join. We no go grief. The next day they say, we have canceled the riot. We negotiate. I say, before I go, say, we not here. So the only thing you have as an option is to be creative. Sit down with the little that you have. What can you make out of it? What can I do? With this little, all our covenant fathers don't have much. Majority of them, they started from zero and they still raised something. Father Isaac Dogwell started irrigation, produced crops, half animals boundary, and was blessed. Father Jacob produced the animal of his kind. Joseph, creative person in marketing, and says, and he became great. Exodus 35, verse 35. I have given them skill to be creative. God says he has given you skill. Exodus 36, verse 1. I have put my wisdom upon them to be creative. Say with me, the wisdom of God is upon me for creativity. Say loud and clear. The wisdom of God is upon me for creativity. Say, I can never be stranded. Turn to your neighbor say, I can never be stranded. And I will not be stranded. I have anointing for creativity. In the name of Jesus. Say it three times. Ecclesiastes chapter 10 verse 15 says, The labor of a foolish man wearies him. And wearies everybody. For he's not creative. Ecclesiastes chapter 10 verse 15. Look at what he says. The labor of fools wearies them. For they do not know even how to go to the city. They are not creative enough. To find a way to the city. The labor of a foolish man wearies him because he's not creative. He's not creative. Proverbs 22, verse 29. See a man that is creative in his business. He will stand before king and will not serve a low man. See a man that is creative. Part of being diligent is not just working hard, he's being creative. Know how to climb from one ladder to another ladder. How to transit from one level to another level. That's creativity. Creativity is the fact that you are not a beggar. You are moving from one level to another level. From one glory to another glory. A worker with special skill may work for king. But we no longer have to work for ordinary people. Creative people. They are always on top. Pathway to greatness. Is creativity. Psalm 104, verse 24. And maybe we read one more. Ephesians 2, 10. And uh, we are going to be creative in the name of Jesus. Oh Lord, how manifold are your works. In wisdom, you have made them all. The heart is full of your possession. Lord, you have made very many different things. You are very wise in the way that you have made them odd. The heart is full of the living things. God is a creative God. God is a creative God. And we also have the potentials 
to be creative. You have potential to be creative. You can create something. I should not be, a, be afraid of creating. I told the man the other time, all of you go and register company on CAC. Register. You are creating something. Create a consultancy company. You are not an ordinary person. Somebody need what you have. Need your knowledge. Create it. Create schools. It's because we have very few people that are creative. That's why we have people without job. Let's create competition. Create it. If you cook your love rice and it's too sweet, create canteen. Create canteen. Your jollof rice is sweet. It should not be for your own alone. For your husband alone. Create create a, a canteen. Whatever God has given you the ability to create, create it. Create it. Consultancy services. Ah, you say the problem is there. Yet, the opportunity also are there. And you will not be disappointed in Jesus' name. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10. For we are his workmanship. Created in Christ Jesus for good works. We are created for good works. We are created for good works. Which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. We are made to be creative. We are made to be creative. Not destructive. Not watchers. Not that you are just watching or that. We are meant to create some things. We are meant to create things. We are meant to make people happy and to be creative in life. That's what God has made us. And when you are creative, you become very great. And I know that most of the things that, uh, you know that most of the things that we enjoy right now, they were inventions of other people. The light that me and you enjoy. You are the creative skill of somebody. Without the light, all of us will be carrying candle everywhere. Imagine a world without electricity. How will you feel? He said, but Imagine a life without car. Imagine a world without plane. Imagine a life without AC. The life will not be comfortable if we are not creative. And the more creative we are, the better we are. But we should be creative. I'm challenging the choir also be creative. So that you will not be fighting over song. We will not be recycling. I'm recycling. I'm recycling. We should also sit down and tax ourselves. When we wake up very early in the morning, let the idea be coming to you and you are creative about it. And you can create anything from even world. Somebody can encourage you and before you know it, you are still creating it. And people are doing a lot. And if you don't do it, somebody will do it. And they will take the glory and they will take the money. You just live a normal life. And somebody is living an extraordinary life because it's creative. Lord, how manifold are your works? The world is full of your works. God is not just existing. It's full of creativity. And we also have a lot inside us. If there's anything that you want that is not in existence, has God to give you a creative power to create it. You can create it. Let's move the church from expecting a dole out that maybe somebody will just give me. Somebody will just give me. Let's go to the world and effect a change with anointing for creativity that we are creating value. 
Because it does not matter how many hours we speak in tongue. All of us cannot become pastors. We must be relevant in our workplaces. We must create something that will benefit our world. The problem of the church without results, a church without creative people, is that many will be born again, yet they will be poor. Zimbabwe is one of the poorest nations of the heart. I'm coming to Nigeria. <laughs> and they are big churches. All that they do on Sunday, prof, I receive. I receive. They receive anointing without creativity and the country is poor. Sicknesses, HIV, all manner of things there. Most African countries, you have many Christians go to the camp. Many Christians. We are all worshipping God. But how many people are going to church to challenge their creativity? We come to church, we pray. But we don't tax our brain to create anything. Our GDP is low. Because we are not creative. We should be creative. Whatever God has given to you, use it to create something. And you know, anybody that can take any little thing to create something in our midst, we just shine. Because not many people are creative. One man, I told you his story the other time. Uh, where Joe went. He said, he said his father was singing, his mother was singing. He, went, he came from a family that he sings. Then he believed he's going to sing. He went to Iri or something for his HND. And he started moving around. Nobody was listening to him. He did case it. He would beg them. Oh, Jesse, five minutes. I'm playing. He said one day he went to his hometown and he sang the way he normally sang with stories. And the he said, It's one of the, the, the child that we are very happy with. And one woman came to him and said, We thank God for your life. And he said, He told the woman, Don't thank God for my life. When I was young, I was destructive. You told me, He said, Because something normally come upon him and we influence him to destroy things. That one day they pack a beautiful car, the spirit came upon him and he used stone to break all the glasses. And the family contributed the money. To pay and the woman says, Tebaru Pomalebi, or my only Suriri like you. Better kill us, Sosis Alanga, or my only Suriri. He said he was 12 years old. He now said, Look at me now. Everybody's proud of me. And the woman said that, Ah, eh, Soben to Tom Monati. I remember I said it. But Olon Soben now. He said, when he left that time, he started thinking about then he formed a song around it. And that song blew him. Because everybody loves something with a story. He said, he sold over 5 million copies. In Nigeria. Yoruba. Say Yoruba song. Everybody knew him with Olonu Usobe. And he started telling people his story. When I was young, I was destructive. When I gave my life to Christ, the Lord changed my hand. And when you saw me, the And it became money. It's just creativity around the story. You have been carrying your story. What have you turned it into? And all of us have a peculiar story, peculiar talent to create something. Your background is enough to create money. Where you are is enough to create money. 
everything God has given you, he has given you for creativity purpose. Be creative in life. Rise up on your feet. Rise up on your feet. We are made to be creative. Raise your hands to heaven. Father, I receive grace for creativity. Where I am today is good enough for me to be creative. I'll be creative in life. In the mighty name of Jesus. I refuse to be ordinary. I will use my story to create something. I will use my background to create something. I will use my knowledge to create something. My hand will not be empty. God, how manifold are your works in wisdom, in creativity? You have made them all. The heart is full of your riches, full of possessions. Lord, I receive grace to be creative. In the mighty name of Jesus, I receive grace to create my dream life. In the mighty name of Jesus, in future, I will not be embarrassed with my life. I will not regret. I will not be living in regrets in my later days in life. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, I receive grace to be creative and to be happy all the days of my life. In the mighty name of Jesus, I receive anointing for creativity. Go ahead and pray. If you pray for it, we anoint you. He said, in the last day, I will pour my spirit upon all flesh and they will receive the ability to create. I receive ability to be creative in the name of Jesus. I will not just be an ordinary listener. I will be creative in life. In the name of Jesus, my coming to church will not be in vain. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Raise your two hands to say, Father, give me grace to follow divine connections and relationship. I will not commonize anybody in the name of Jesus. Let's pray for that grace. Grace to appreciate human being. Grace to appreciate divine connection. Lord, I receive in the name of Jesus. Grace to follow human beings. Lord, I receive it. In the name of Jesus. Relationship that will be generational. Lord, I receive it. In the name of Jesus. Relationship that will take me to the top. I receive it. Relationship that will make me great. I receive it. In the name of Jesus. I receive it, Lord. In the precious name of Jesus. Lord, I receive it. Lord, I receive it. Lord, I receive it. In the precious name of Jesus. Relationship that brings blessing to me. Lord, I receive it. In the precious name of Jesus. Lord, I receive it. Lord, I receive it. In the name of Jesus. Relationship that will bring blessing to me. Lord, I receive it, Lord. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayer. Let's raise our hands and pray for grace, for financial freedom and security. Lord, as I'm planning, I receive grace for financial security. I will not be embarrassed. Whenever I have a need for money, the resource will be on my hand waiting. Whenever I have opportunity, the resource will be in my hand. And as of you are not praying for financial security, pray for financial liberty. I receive grace to be a lender and not a borrower. In the name of Jesus, bless the work of my hand. Pray for God to bless the work of your hand. Father, bless the work of my hand. In 
in the name of Jesus. Bless the work of my hand. Bless it mightily. In the precious name of Jesus. Bless it mightily. In the precious name of Jesus. Bless it mightily, Lord. And make me a lender and not a borrower. In the name of Jesus. I receive grace for financial planning. Financial planning. Lord, help me to number my days so that I will apply my path to wisdom. Help me to number my days so that I will apply my path to wisdom. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayer. Raise your hands to heaven and begin to confess I will be great. I refuse to be small. My life will be great. I don't know about you, but I will be great. When you see me tomorrow, you will see me at the top. Whether you are a female gender or you are male gender, the same Lord over all is rich unto them that call upon his name. If you want to be great, you can pray about it. Lord, I refuse to be small. When they are mentioning the poor in church, I will not be among them. I refuse to be among the poor. I want to be among the rich in the mighty name of Jesus. I receive grace for financial prosperity. I receive grace for financial security. I receive grace for financial freedom. If you like, pray it. If you like, don't pray it. People that are not praying now, they will beg tomorrow. But people that are praying now, they will be givers tomorrow. Givers tomorrow. I receive grace to be a lender and not a borrower. I receive grace to be on top financially and not beneath. I receive grace not to beg my enemy for food. In the name of Jesus, whether I'm 90 or I'm 100, I receive grace to be financially secure. Financial security, I receive it. In the name of Jesus, where other people are begging and are crying, I will be giving out bread. Many will eat at my table. Pray it. Yes. I refuse to be a slave to anybody. The Bible says the borrower is a slave to the lender. I will not be a slave. My children will not be taken into bondage. They will, become, they will not become slave to money or slave to anybody. In the name of Jesus, I receive financial security, financial freedom, financial greatness. In the name of Jesus, that will be my inheritance. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we have prayer precious father make us great according to your word this is a month of greatness everyone under the sound of my voice that has honored your invitation father make them great when they are testifying about great people let them be among them don't let any of this one be among borrowers in the name of Jesus debtors in the name of Jesus but great personality, let them be among them. In the name of Jesus, make them great, Lord, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Let's clap our hands together to Jesus. Great people love Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Please be seated. God bless you in Jesus' name. Yeah.